Is it possible to run your business on a different model, one based on the ancient temples of the priestess? Is it really possible to run your business without hustle or a concrete schedule? If you're a spiritual, magical, mystical entrepreneur looking to run an aligned business that serves your soul mission, stay tuned for this episode. You won't regret it. Welcome to Launching Light, the podcast for lightworkers and spiritual entrepreneurs to get tips and inspiration to launch their light in the world via their sacred business. I'm your host, Coach Bianca from FuelYourMagic.com. Are you seeking ways to raise your vibe to rise in your business? If so, keep on listening. Welcome to episode 14 of Launching Light, where I have a jam-packed deep dive conversation with Beth Catherine. Beth is an angelic business coach and a mermaid priestess. She helps women who identify as priestesses and starseeds create successful businesses based on their soul's missions. She also teaches about angels, dolphin consciousness, and our connection to the stars. When she's not traveling, she lives on the west coast of Canada, on the ocean, and next to the forest. During our conversation, just a few topics we touch on are how to run your business as an ancient temple, the importance of balance and harmony of masculine and feminine energies for business success, authentic social media posting, routine and schedules versus inspired action, and the importance of self-care and self-love. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Beth. Thanks so much for joining me today on the podcast. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I have to admit I'm a little bit nervous because I have so many topics that I want to cover with you and so many (laughs) questions that I wanted to ask you. So I'm going to try and make this fit into about half an hour to 45 minutes. Let's see if I can do it. Okay. Great. Awesome. Okay. Um, can you type a little bit about yourself, your business, and who you help? Okay. Yeah. So my name is Beth Catherine. Uh, I consider myself a mermaid priestess and an angelic business coach. Um, my The main focus of my work is helping spiritual women create businesses that are very in alignment with their soul's missions. Uh, but I do also teach about angels, uh, specifically about uh, Archangel Michael, the blue violet ray, the sapphire ray that Archangel Michael uh, is found on, uh, dolphins, dolphin consciousness, and a lot of sort of starseed aspects of living and of life. So I have a lot of fun. I just kind of share what my soul wants to express in the moment, but definitely with a focus on sacred business. Yeah, that's such an interesting um, mixture of spirituality and business. And I find that I, I've been following you for, for some time. And um, I like that balance that you strike that even though you seem like you're into such what they call woo-woo stuff, <laughs> you bring it into your business model so in a way that's so grounded um, and, and balanced. I really appreciate that. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's a lot of practice. I've been doing this for a long time, so... Yeah. So, yeah. So how long has it been? <laughs> I started my business in 2012, the start of 2012, after okay. I graduated university. I graduated with a business degree in finance and knew that that wasn't going to be the path for me. Um, but I guess it did get my kind of heart open and mind open to my my business lady, my boss business lady inside of me. <laughs> so yeah, I started 2012 and I started with um, actually making crystal jewelry. Um, and it, it's been an evolution. I think as, as anybody that's uh, in business or working for themselves knows it's, yeah, it's always an evolution. There's always mm-hmm. sort of new things coming out of you as you grow yourself. 
Right. And you're always like testing and trying things out and see how they fit, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like this excites me right now. So let me try it and see if it works. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I wanted to ask you about a post that you recently did on social media Uh about your business model and how you see it as a temple and how you apply being a priestess to your business. Um, I love that post so much because I can see so clearly how that can be effective. So can you explain that concept for us a little bit? Yeah. All right. Get ready, people. So (laughs) dive right in. (laughs) I'll have to kind of zoom out. And first we need to look at the ancient world Mm -hmm. and specifically the ancient temples. Um, Of course, there are temples uh, now, but um, yeah, I'm focusing on sort of the ancient world, the ancient temples and how priestesses would serve in the ancient temples. So there, I'm going to share sort of a general, you know, idea of how many temples would run. Um, this is definitely in no way a description of how every single temple and its mysteries operated, but for our purpose today, um, it will work. So essentially, in these ancient temples, uh, you might have known, you probably would have known about these ancient temples, at least some of them. Uh, the priestesses were revered. Uh, at certain times in our history, our history, and there would be different layers of the temple. So say you were invited um, to actually become initiated uh, as a priestess in the temple, you would first pass the initial gateway. Um, you would sort of have to feel into if everything was a vibrational match, if your soul was ready, and you would go through these initiations deeper and deeper and deeper into the temple until if it was right for you on your soul path to go into the inner realms of the temple, you would be working with very high level frequencies, um, the mysteries, and in the very center of the temple, that sort of flame in the temple, if you will, the essence of the temple, there would be potentially a high priestess and or, you know, several highly initiated beings that were holding those frequencies. And it was only for the highly initiated. So if you can see sort of in your mind's eye, these concentric circles, like maybe a dot in the center, and then a circle and a circle and a circle out and out and out and out. And then, you know, from there, the priestesses, and I'm sort of speaking about priestesses, but in the temples, there were men and women and, Mm -hmm. you know, non-gender identifying, you know, folks as well. Um, But I'm focusing right now on priestesses because I do, you know, serve women and sort of priestess types. Um, The priestesses would go to public events and they would offer sometimes healings or simply um, there are like the priestesses might dance at public offerings or they might sing or they might, you know, offer, you know, whatever they were called to, uh, depending on who they served and, and what the focus of the temple was and, you know, what the public was actually ready for, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that's sort of this, this idea of how ancient temples might Um, run, might organize themselves. So now we come uh, to this modern day. And I work with a lot of beings who are the ancient priestesses, who are, you know, reincarnated. You know, we have many, I believe we have many lives, many lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And we have these beings who did serve in the Temple of Isis in ancient Egypt, or did serve in the Temple of Aphrodite in um, ancient Greece. 
you know, or did serve in, in, you know, any of these ancient temples. So this sort of structure and this way um, of, of being is familiar to us on a soul level. And so we, you know, are guided to share our soul gifts that we've curated and we've been trained in for lifetimes. And in this modern day and age, we pretty much just have the, you know, the context of business to be able to do that. You know, we don't really have these ancient temples where you can kind of just show up and be taken care of and be initiated. You know, back in the day, the community would have, you know, really supported the, the ancient temples and um, you, you wouldn't have had to, you know, worry about how you're going to eat. That was all taken care of. But here and now, if we want to share our gifts, we pretty much have to do that through the context of business, which can be really confusing mm-hmm. um, to sort of these priestess types, these, these um, you know, starseed, you know, types as well, starseed energies. Um, so it can be really helpful to sort of remember how these uh, ancient temples operated. And for my, you know, online-based business, this is actually how I sort of look at that template and I translate it to the modern day. So uh, I believe that, you know, we are the high priestesses of our own sacred business temple. So I'm the high priestess of, you know, the Mermaid Moon Temple, which is the sort of the, the you know, what I've created to start with the Mermaid Moon uh, as sort of my business name, you could say. And, you know, whoever you are, you are the you know, high priestess of your sacred business temple. So that means that you're in the inner realms. You're sort of holding the flame. Mm -hmm. So in this inner flame, you want to feel into what frequencies am I sort of holding in the inner flame? What is this temple about? What is the intention of this temple? What are the symbols, the sacred colors of this temple? Are there any angels or ascended masters who support this temple? And then from there, you know, we can zoom out and go, okay, so the public service can be, you know, you're going out onto Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, podcasts, you know, and you are sharing your work publicly. And that's your public service. Mm -hmm. People don't need to come into your temple to receive that. But if they resonate with you, they can, they can say, cool, I want to maybe sign up for your free gift on your website and join your email list, or I want to come into your Facebook group and join that. And that starts to just really gently say, okay, this is sort of the, the welcome zone for the temple. And then if they say, okay, I really resonate. I want to step in deeper. Now you have your paid for offerings that are in those concentric circle lines. They actually have to step in. They have to offer a financial investment. They have to say, I'm serious about this. I want to be, you know, connected with whatever you're doing here. And then you can go you know, depending on how your business looks for me, I have many different offerings, uh, medicine keepers of the blue violet ray, dolphin consciousness, you go deeper and deeper and deeper, the investment tends to grow higher and higher, as you go deeper and deeper. And then sort of you get to those inner realms of the temple, which might be your um, signature program, or your, uh, your deepest dive offering that asks the most out of the people that enter. So I know that was long, but that's how I see it. <laughs> that wasn't long at all. That was pretty concise. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, you painted a very, very cool picture. It's very clear. Okay, awesome. So you mentioned your freebies, which that that was awesome because that's my next question. I, I wanted to mention to you how I love your freebies. They're like so awesome. You can, honestly, you could charge for them. They're <laughs> they're awesome. You get results from them. Um, you get ahas from them. I, I, I think I have about three of your freebies. 
Um, And there are two of them that I really wanted to touch on. Um, One of them was uh, activate the codes of sacred success. And um, the other one was up level into wealth consciousness. Cause I think those two are really, really important for business. Yeah. So can you like um, describe what each of those free courses are? And then can you describe why you feel that working on and improving those areas can help you in your business? Yeah, totally. So I will start first with up level into wealth consciousness. So that is a free course that literally I could have charged like a thousand dollars for. I created that in France last year. I was just super inspired and having a really abundant month. And I really wanted to share um, the principles of, you know, why I was having such an abundant, you know, reality uh, with people. Um, And so I created this free course that basically walks you through, you know, shifting your energy into vibrating with abundance. And it sort of contains a lot of, you know, I've had many teachers over the years and it's kind of what I've gathered from many different teachers from my perspective of like, you know, being a priestess and being really connected with the divine feminine um, and, and wanting to up-level around money, but not necessarily wanting to do it in a way that a lot of the money teachers kind of come from, which is, like, to me, very fast-paced. Like, they're like, okay, so now we're going to – okay, so 10 grand, 20 grand, yes, whatever. And I was like, whoa, can you just calm down for a second? Like, <laughs> so I wanted to create something that resonated with, you know, divine feminine sort of energies, but still gave you results in terms of, you know, your finances. So basically, as, as everyone knows, we've been raised in a society that, you know, has a lot of messed up ideas around abundance and around money. You know, we grow up in families that might, you know, we might hear our parents, you know, fighting about money, or we might, you know, not be able to do the things that we wanted to do, go to those dance lessons, or, you know, go to the movies because there wasn't enough money, or maybe, you know, there was a lot of money, but, you know, it just you know, still there was always a stress around it. Like it was never enough, whatever. Like we all have our own stories growing up around how we were introduced to money. And as you know, I'm sure, you know, most people know who are listening, that stays in your subconscious, that stays in your energy field. So part of, you know, the work is to clear, is to actually go in and say, okay, I recognize that in my subconscious, I've been trained to believe that money is wrong or money is hard Mm. or, you know, creatives and spiritual people don't make money. Only the lawyers and the doctors make good money. You know, first it's like these kind of things we want to do the clearing. So that's in the course, the first step is clearing these old energies that just don't serve. And then, you know, part two is like, all right, and now what's true? Because I believe, well, I know that there is this abundant current in the universe that we're all so provided for. We're all children of the divine, but we've been trained to basically see the opposite of that. We've been trained to feel like we're in it for ourselves and, uh, you know, it's all up to us to make that money. So it's also about realigning to the divine as a source of abundance and start, starting to repattern the thoughts. Yes, it's safe for me to receive money. Yes, I'm taken care of. I'm willing to love money. I'm willing to open up to money. 
Um, because it is really important that we have money as, you know, these spiritual conscious beings, because then we can make the choices that align with us. You know, we can choose the organic foods or we can choose, you know, to invest in ourselves, you know, the courses, you know, the trainings that we need to do. We can, you know, donate to where we need to donate. We can buy clothes that aren't fast fashion, you know, all the, all the things that, you know, are, um, are a little bit more aligned with the earth are more expensive. So, you know, we do need to uh, allow ourselves to have that money so we can really um, choose choices that align with our love of the earth and our love of people. Um, And also just because it's fun because then we have more options as well. Right. Yeah. Um, So that's that. Any questions about that one? No, no, that was, that was really clear. Okay. (laughs) And then we'll go on to, so again, that's a free gift available on my website and then bethcatherine.com, Catherine with a K. And then we have um, activate the codes of sacred success. So that Mm -hmm. actually um, introduces you to 12 archangels. I work a lot with angels uh, and angels can really support us in doing that work, clearing these old beliefs and healing these old traumas around whether it's money or our, you know, sense of self-worth or, you know, our confidence or lack thereof. So you're introduced to 12 archangels, the angels of Atlantis, Archangel Michael being one of them. Mm -hmm. And it's a journey through your chakras because what I found is that each chakra contains these codes. And, you know, if you go to say, Let's go to the solar plexus, okay? We can either have, you know, the shadow energy in the solar plexus in terms of business because this is activate the codes of sacred success is really about, you know, your business success, your sacred business success. So going into the solar plexus, we might have these shadow frequencies of I've got to control, I've got to change every word in that post that I just wrote and make it perfect so people will want to buy from me. How are people going to buy from me? I need people to buy from me. This is like the shadow of the solar plexus, like, oh, I got to control everything. And, and, you know, and then the codes of sacred success that live in the activated solar plexus are... Ah, it's safe for me to be seen. It's safe for me to be bright. It's safe for me to trust and surrender to my light. It's safe for me to be visible. It's safe for me to be seen online. It's safe for people to find me because, et cetera, et cetera. So right. in the um, in the ebook, the Activate the Codes of Sacred Success is an ebook. You go through each chakra, and we do prayers with the angels to help activate those codes of sacred success in the chakras and to transmute the shadow frequencies. And each chakra sort of shares my perspective about the the different chakra and how when it's activated, it can really support your business success. Yeah, that was a really, really fun journey. I really enjoyed it. Um, what, I, what I find is that these two... Um, these two courses, they complement each other because how I see it is like the wealth consciousness was very practical and very, this is what you do to clear. And this is what you do to, you know, raise your level of wealth consciousness. And it was very practical. These are the tips that you do. It's very, it seemed very masculine to me. And then the other one was more like, seemed more feminine to me in terms of Mm -hmm. allowing the angels to help you and connecting with the angels. And it's not all about you doing something. It's about you 
um, surrendering to, to receiving the help and from the angels, you know? So I, I really enjoyed the balance of the two and how they came out almost, you know, at the same time, you release yeah. those pretty close <laughs> together. You know, I, I like that too, because, you know, they, I, I felt like they played off of each other really well. So that was great. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that brings me to another aspect of your business um, that you focus on frequently is the balance of the masculine and the feminine energies. So can you explain how the masculine and feminine show up in your business and why it's important to work for balance um, with these energies? Like, for example, like what, what is dangerous um, about relying too much on the masculine side or relying too much on the feminine side? Right. Okay. So I will explain it in this way. And by the way, I am an eternal student of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all not, are. Yeah. <laughs> not claiming to have my masculine feminine balance fully harmonized on point all the time. That's for sure. But it's uh, definitely, I've seen huge results in my life from making this a focus, what I'm about to share mm-hmm. and healing. So in in this way of saying it, I will share that, um, and this, I forget who wrote something very similar to what I'm about to say and sort of activated this remembrance and awareness in me. I wish that I, I remembered so I could give credit to this this being um, that helped uh, provide this, uh, this activation for me. Um, but basically, we have an inner queen and an inner king that live inside of us, a feminine and the masculine. So... How I see it, and everybody needs to feel in for themselves what their feminine and what their masculine feels like for them, but how I see it is the inner queen is the oracle. She is very sort of spiritual, intuitive, and creative in nature. She, she downloads, she gets the visions, um, and she, she really gets the vision for what her queendom you know, wants to look like and feel like. Uh, but it, the inner king is the builder. So he actually, uh, in his sacred masculine energy, listens to the inner queen and says, okay, inner queen, uh-huh, that's the vision, great, okay, got it. And he goes, goes out and builds and actually makes it real in the physical sense. So when they're working together and they respect each other and they love each other and they're in their sort of divine and sacred energetics, Uh, It's very beautiful because, you know, in terms of your business, you might download, okay, I see this program through night, got it, downloaded, amazing. Um, But of course, you need that inner king within you to actually go write out the steps, one, you know, step one, step two, okay, I've got to create the sales page for it, I've got to do this, I've got to do this to actually launch it, get it out there and promote it. So you need both of them, you know, working. Um, so what happens when one is out of battle, let's like explore that, you know, what mm-hmm. happens when it's just the queen kind of just being like, no, it's only, I only have room for the queen here or the king's like, no, it's just me, the king. I don't care. Um, so let's say the inner king is not being the inner king. He's being a shadow masculine because the inner king in truth will always want to support the feminine and serve her. So if that's not happening, it means that the shadow masculine is sort of coming up and saying like, oh, I'm just going to do this by myself. <laughs> so when the, the masculine 
is not getting the vision from the divine downloaded through his queen and he's just acting. He just, he's a builder. So he wants to do, but he ends up doing for the sake of doing. Mm. And when you do for the sake of doing without a divine vision coursing through you, it ends up being very destructive. So look at planet Earth right now with the shadow masculine running rampant for thousands of years. The masculine, shadow masculine is like, I just want to do, I want to produce, I want to build, but I'm going to cut down the trees. I'm going to frack. I'm going to take way too much oil out of the ground. Um, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be at the expense of the Earth because I'm not connected to the divine vision and the divine feminine. So in terms of your business, this might look like, burning yourself out, you know, just doing, you're just, you're going, you know, doing this workshop you're doing, and then you're, you know, taking action from it and working late nights, but you're not meditating, you're not tuning in, you're listening to other people, what they're saying. Uh, you're just doing, 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 maybe seeing results, maybe not, but either way, your spirit's not going to be super happy because the queen is like been just, you know, squashed and not listening mm-hmm. to. Um, and it can just get all very like fast and hustly and just not that fun. And yeah, and then you can't relax and it's just like a hot mess. And then if the inner queen, so if the queen is like, uh, no, I don't trust the masculine, which is very common. This is, you know, shadow. I continue to work through myself. Mm-hmm. No, I remember what happened to the ancient temples. No, I remember that it was the men who were raping the priestesses. No, I remember that it was the men who were burning the witches at the stake. You know, I remember this on a cellular level. No, I saw, you know, how my father treated my mother, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we'll have this mistrust of the masculine. Uh, so then, you know, that in that shadow, you know, the feminine's not allowing the divine masculine to be seen and to be honored and to do his thing. So she might just, you know, <laughs> this could be my shadow, you know, that I constantly mm-hmm. have to challenge with myself. Just do yoga all day. Just meditate all day. Just heal. Just create. Just uh, pull oracle cards. Make yummy food. Self-care. Yoni steam. Read books about the moon. <laughs> you know? And it's like, wow. It's ever, It's very flowy and, you know, watery. Uh, but, you know, people will ask you, like, hey, like, how's your business going? Like, oh, well, um, it's on its way, you know, it's coming. Oh, can I go to your website? No, no, there's no website. Well, can I, you know, sign up for one of your courses? Well, uh, no, that's, uh, I don't have any courses right now. Not out, but they're, you know, they're coming. So that's the shadow, you know, feminine, not really honoring the masculine to, you know, get shit done. Mm -hmm. Now, do you feel that people are either one or the other, or sometimes they oscillate between the two? Because I feel like, like in some times, I feel like I can work very hard and be burnt out. Maybe it's because I'm not really connected. I'm just working for the sake of working. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then on the other hand, there are times where I'm like, I, I'm, I was so burnt out like last month. So this month I'm just going to chill <laughs> you know, and yeah. I'm going to do the self-care. Well, the thing to realize first is that sometimes, you know, harmony doesn't necessarily look like Mm 50-50. It can, but if you're coming from, say, a very masculine, uh, you know, you've been hustling, working, corporate job, and then, you know, you're burnt out, your balance and your harmony might look like two months of self-care straight. 
-hmm. that actually might need to be your healing process. But when it ends up, you know, you have healing, you know, the suppressed energy gets to really feel itself. You know, there can be, you know, a little bit more of that 50, 50 balance or whatever your sort of natural, your natural is. I believe that I'm more naturally feminine. Um, I think that, you know, in my work, definitely I have seen people tend to lean towards one or the other, but absolutely it can switch can switch depending on maybe your, you know, ovulation or your, you know, bleeding or, mm-hmm. or what triggers just came up for you. Uh, but I do find, you know, overall people tend to be leaning more towards one uh, yeah. over the other. I agree. And I, I feel like I'm the same. I'm a little bit more feminine than masculine. Yeah. And if I'm doing, if I'm working it, you know, it's not really that I'm in my masculine, it's that I'm avoiding something else. <laughs> it's a, it's a form of procrastination, you know, to stay busy, you know, but I'm not really getting anything done that I needed to get done for my business. And then it's a week later and you're like, what did I do for my business? (laughs) You know, very unfocused. That can happen sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So another thing I wanted to bring up was your social media posting. I, I love, um, how your social media posts come across. They feel very aligned to me. They feel like, what I mean by that is like, when I see your posts, I feel the message you're trying to convey and the feeling like behind the message that you post. And like those two are congruent. So can you share with us how you capture that essence every single time you post? And can you also speak to how you post on your multiple platforms? Because I see you everywhere because I follow you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, I would say I really try to share what feels real for me. Like I really feel a little bit allergic to sort of the masks and the like, you know, trying to project a certain energy. And I'm sure I do it sometimes because we are sort of conditioned to do that. But I just try to be really aware that, um, actually, I guess I'd bring it, you know, back for a second and say, first, my genuine intention is to serve. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely, genuinely, I have gone, you know, if I am sure my journey will have so much more to it and so much more growth. But, you know, so far the last I guess, 10 or 11 years of, of, you know, my spiritual awakening, I've learned so much. And especially in the realms of business, because I I used to really struggle with my business and, um, you know, making money in it. I really always loved what I was doing, but the money was hard. Um, and so I really, I know how that feels. Uh, and I, and I speak to a lot of people that are there and I genuinely want to support them. I genuinely want to, you know, help people to, to, to grow in the ways that their heart wants to grow. And I genuinely want to support people's soul's missions because I think we need all hands on board right now. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, definitely like that is really strong for me. I think if you're coming from a place where you're really in touch with your soul mission and that, you know, we're all in this together and, and you really want to serve and you know that you've, you know, healed in certain ways that you want to help other people to heal, um, then it's easy to create posts that just feel true for you. Um, and if, you know, the, the, the flip side to that is if you're, you know, posting from a place of wounding 
where you're like, I really just want my business to work. I really want to make money. I really want to sell. Like I'm scared I won't pay rent this month. Or, you know, I just saw that woman say that she made this amount of money a month and I want to make that amount of money a month. So I'm going to post and, you know, I'm going to be something or whatever that is. Um, that always, you know, people can energetically feel that ulterior motive. Um, and it's not a bad, you know, you don't need to judge yourself if you're, if, you know, you're there. We all, we all feel like that sometimes, you know, because we have these wounds that we're all working through. Um, but, you know, you can just bring yourself back to like, I'm, this is why the wealth consciousness is important. Right. I'm taken care of, you know, the divine is taking care of me. These people on the internet don't need to take care of me. The divine is taking care of me. So I can post what feels true and I'll trust that I'll have the money. I'll have the support, you know, coming in you know, regardless of how many people like my post. Yeah. So you like post on all of your platforms and it still seems like it's a very um, natural way that you do it. It's almost like, I, I don't feel like you're posting because you have a schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how most yeah. social media people are like, you know, you have to post, you know, three times a day to your stories and you have to, you know, post at least every other day on your Instagram feed and you should post at least once a day on your Facebook. And I don't feel that from you. Like you're doing it because you have a set schedule and you're looking to grow your, your platform. You're looking to grow your followers. I feel like it's really coming from your heart, but yet you are everywhere and you have an email <laughs> list and you're still managing to post everywhere and you do it so effortlessly. So like, what, what do you think that that is? It's just being tuned into how you feel. And when you feel inspired, you just do it or because most yeah. people think if you don't have a schedule, how can you run a business? So can you like yeah. speak to that a little bit? <laughs> well, um, as I am very in my feminine, um, and apparently even my astrology is like, doesn't like traditional structure and systems. I've never been one for routine. Like mm -hmm. I, I try to get myself on a routine sometimes and it's like two days later and I'm like, now <laughs> <laughs> you rebel so, against it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. So one thing is like, okay, my soul, this is like my business is an expression of my soul mission. So it's like, I can't not, mm -hmm. this is important because I think some people just get inspired by coaches and they think, Oh, maybe I want to do something like that. But really like you have to show up for a line of work that your soul is actually guiding you to. Mm. And if your soul is guiding you to it, then it means that, you know, that's going to be where the natural flow of energy is. So I never need to like force myself to write because this is naturally what my soul wants to do. My soul naturally wants to write and to talk. I'm very fifth chakra, very like whale dolphin fifth chakra being. Mm -hmm. um, so that's important. I think finding a line of work and finding a flow that is natural to you. So you're not, you know, forcing yourself. Um, and then I, I pretty much just write when I get a download of inspiration. Anytime I write and it's just like, oh, I really should, you know, write today. Um, it's, you know, people respond way, way less. Uh, it's just not nearly as magnetic. Um, right. Personally, for me, I, I wait if I get a download. I just, a post will kind of flow into my head or I'll have a conversation with a client and I'll be like, oh my gosh, she didn't, you know, she didn't really realize this. And actually this is really important. So after my conversation with my client, I might show up on Facebook live sharing, you know, sort of what we talked about. Um, so it is all very sort of natural of like, oh, I want to tell you this. <laughs> now, do you ever feel a sense of like, um, 
burnout, but um, I guess feeling tired from um, always answering the call, like always being like feeling like you're always on call to spirit. Like it's like, if you're so connected all the time and it's like, okay, my soul wants me to do this now. And like, do you ever feel that kind of dissonance where it's like, well, I I really want to like just watch TV right now. You know what I mean? Do you ever get that kind of, that kind of pushback a little bit or that never happens to you? Well, honestly, I got a lot of energy from my work. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if any burnout happens, it's because maybe I'm trying to work when my soul is saying, hey, you should, I just want to, you know, chill out, watch oh, okay. TV, go for a walk, right? It's like, I think it comes down to what's my soul saying and what's my higher self guiding me to in this moment. So I think if any burnout happens, it might be, you know, in the past, it's been like, oh, but I'm in a launch, you know, and I only have three days left in this launch. So I need to talk about it. Um, so I'll just go and I'll post something, or I'll write something or I'll work. And then I'll start to feel burnt out because actually my soul is saying like, just chill out and surrender. You've done enough. Mm-hmm. Go right. into nature. Right. And your mind doesn't, can't make sense of that because it's like, I only have three days left of this lunch. Like how can, how can I just, you know, <laughs> take a walk for an hour? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Although gotcha. to me, it's, to me, it's actually no problem now mm-hmm. for the most part um, because I've done so many lunches. Uh, so I think practice it, it, over time, it's a lot easier to just surrender to that flow. Like my last lunch, I got my period like four days, no, maybe three days before the, 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 the deadline. And I think I just took two full days off and it was like, uh, there was no beating myself up about that. It was like, yeah, I have my period and it's a lot right now. Let's do that. Well, that's encouraging that, you know, over time, like practice, you know, makes it easier and you start to realize it a little bit quicker and you just surrender to it. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's a good segue over to like self-care because since you, you know, are managing so much energy and, you know, you're connected all the time. And, you know, um, what is it that you do for yourself? Like, personally, do you have any tips and tools that you do for yourself that keep you going? Well, right now I'm back on my flow of every day with no social media, which is really, really nice for my nervous system. Um, And I actually, I think I'm talking about social media first, because I think that's an area where we can get into unconsciousness. And, you know, for me, for sure, I can go easily, you know, if I'm really tired, and I'm just drained, you know, rather than fully take care of myself, I can just grab my phone and easily spend an hour and a half scrolling on Instagram. And I'd be like, Oh, my God, what am I doing with my life? So to have boundaries in place um, is, is, right now in my life quite nice um so every other day without social media and I actually downloaded this app recently for Facebook where I don't uh nobody shows up on my newsfeed it's just a quote on my newsfeed so I don't have the opportunity to scroll um so that's really good uh and then I think you know self-care everybody kind of has their own sort of things that they like for themselves. I think moving your body and moving my body is really important. I don't go to the gym and like work out like, like I'm more feminine. I like to do Kundalini yoga or go for walks or dance, um, go for, you know, a swim. I think, you know, moving your body is super important. Um, people really sort of 
I think forget about sometimes maybe some people know how important that is I'm sure but that can be Mm -hmm. uh, something you know we can forget about meditation I mean I'm just so I'm just love my higher self and my angels and the earth it's pretty easy for me to just like like okay we're meditating now or like uh you know self-care now morning practice is also really key prayers you know Mm -hmm. asking to be in alignment I'm kind of like kind of all over the place with this one because I Mm -hmm. think that everyone has a different way of self-caring that's right for them. And I think what happens in this industry, in this field, is people are like, this is what I do every morning and I'm successful, so you should probably do this every morning too. And you're like, can you not? (laughs) I don't want to do that every morning. (laughs) Yeah, I asked that question in order to get ideas of what other people are doing to see what's similar and what might be new to someone. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I never thought of doing that. Like if somebody were to be listening to this right now and they heard Kundalini Yoga and they never heard of what that is, that would spark some kind of um, initiation in them to go and see what that is on YouTube. And maybe that's, yeah, totally. that'll be their thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like I'm saying, okay, what do you think is the best way for <laughs> an, an entrepreneur to take care of themselves? Because I know that that doesn't make any sense. But what, yeah. what I'm, I've been coming to realize is that um, the best self-care is to just be tuned into yourself and to give you yeah. yourself what you need in the moment. Exactly. And it doesn't really matter what it is, but it's it's in honoring that, you know, yeah. and loving yourself enough to give it to yourself. I mean Yeah. And I think you hit it there and you know, I'll take it a little bit further, which is mm-hmm. self love. Like so mm-hmm. people think self love and self care are the same thing. I read mm-hmm. a lot of posts saying like, Oh, let's you know, you need to show up for self love and you know, give yourself a bath and you know uh, to me that's self care that can be spurred by self love. But self-love, you know, is just like, I love myself. I, I messed up, you know, I, uh, I woke up and I checked Facebook right away. I love myself. It's so, okay, I love myself. <clears throat> you know, I, I messed up or I did great. It doesn't matter. I love myself. I love myself constantly. I constantly tell myself throughout the day, I love you. I love you. I say, I love you, Beth. I love you. I love you. I say, I love you to my feelings. I say, I love you to uh, what's really challenging. So I think, you know, that's that's so important and I guess that's a form of self-care but um definitely yeah. definitely well you know what I love you too Beth <laughs> you're great you're, you're, okay. you're awesome <laughs> you are so awesome um so um what are you working on now in your business do you have any offerings right now or coming soon right now I just finished uh a launch for my a signature program, Divine Feminine in Business. So mm-hmm. I am getting my ladies already. I just love that program. Um, I do, so I'm going to probably take a little time this month, um, but I am planning on a new journey likely being released in October, um, which is tentatively called simply Archangel Michael right now. Awesome. Uh, it's probably going to be like a five-week um, journey Uh, to really learn how to work with Archangel Michael and his female counterpart, Michaela, Michaela or uh, Archaea Faith, also Mm -hmm. called Faith. Uh, And, you know, learning how to work with this incredibly powerful being uh, in all areas of our life to get clear on our purpose. Um, I'm not, I haven't really designed it yet, but Archangel Michael has been asking me for a long time. Uh-oh, to, better get on it. Teach. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, he's like, teach more about angels. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then I just flail. So he came in meditation recently and was like, October is the month. It's time. 
Archangel Michael, that's what you're doing. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then probably in November as well, tentatively, I am going to be launching uh, a new one-on-one -on -one coaching program called the Angelic Business Academy. This is the first time I've ever said that out loud on a podcast. Oh my goodness. Thank you for uh, sharing that. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, Angelic Business Academy. So that is a lot of one-on-one -on -one work. <clears throat> It'll be six months of one-on-one -on -one work with uh, course content. Um, really, you know, that, that model of business as temple will be teaching in that and a lot of how you can actually work with the angels, the archangels, uh, to support your deep inner work so you can run a successful spiritual business. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. So what's the best way to connect with you in order to work with you or to follow you on your journey? Uh, I would say for sure, join us in the Sisterhood of the Mermaid Moon, our Facebook group. Um, and you can also head to my website, bethcatherine.com, uh, www.bethcatherine.com, <clears throat> excuse me, and go ahead and sign up for, you know, look at, I have like four or five free courses on there. So if you go ahead and sign up for a free course that interests you, you'll get it right away. Uh, and then we will stay in touch, you know, can email you every so often with some magical content and let you know when I have uh, deeper dives going on as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. I'm also in your group. Your sisterhood is awesome. Um, so I can vouch for that. And I've downloaded <laughs> definitely, I, I don't know if I did more than three, but I definitely know I have three of them. So I can vouch for that too. Awesome. Awesome. I'll make sure that all of your contact information is in the show notes everywhere. And thanks so much uh, for joining me today, Beth. And thanks for sharing so much value here on the podcast. But I really wasn't expecting anything less from you because, <laughs> you know, honestly, you're one of the most generous and open-hearted entrepreneurs I've come across in a very long time. And I'm so grateful you agreed to speak with me here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and for everyone who's tuned in. Bless you. Bless your businesses. Bless your work. Bless your hearts. Thank you so much for connecting today. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Launching Light. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Beth Catherine as much as I did. If you love her vibe, check out the show notes for our contact information and give her a follow. Be on the lookout for her two upcoming offerings, Archangel Michael and the Angelic Business Academy. Join me on the podcast next week where you get more tips, tools, and practices to help you make your business as magical as you are. Now get out there and launch your light. Have a magical week.